Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sal Speak Podcast. I am Sal Mayorana, and it is a Tuesday morning, and it is a glorious Tuesday morning after what happened Monday night down, or over in San Diego. The Yankees opened the AL Division Series with a uh, resounding 9-3 victory over those dastardly Tampa Bay Rays. Boy, that, was, that, that one felt good. Uh, I'm joined, as I always am, by Charlie Ricker today. And Charlie, I'm watching. I'm watching the game, and I kept checking in on the on the Patriots too because I have dual rooting interests. Last night, anybody who plays the Patriots, that's my favorite team of the week, and then obviously the Yankees game. So it ended up being a pretty good night in my household. But um, what did you think last night of the Yankees um, beating this team that they've struggled so so much against this season? Well, as you know, with the Yankees struggling all year against the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, this was very pleasant. Um, it was nice for them to really run up the score there in the ninth inning. I mean, just Giancarlo Stanton with the troubles he's had and, you know, starting to get a little bit of a stigma about not being quite the clutch guy, more of a garbage-time stats guy, but... Uh, he really, uh, he really kind of shut us all up last night, didn't he? He did. I mean, I'm tweeting away like I always do, and you can imagine my Twitter feed, Charlie, when he hit that home run. I mean, I had him coming out of the woodwork yelling at me that I don't know what I'm talking about and screw you and take that. Hey, whatever. Pour it on, baby. If he's going to do that, I'll take all the criticism they want to give me. So it was great. I mean, that game, they take the lead on the on the two homers in the fifth inning. So it's 4-3, and it kind of stayed there right until the ninth inning. And you just, I don't know how you felt, Charlie, but I even tweeted this. You know, there was a time here, the last really two or three years, where the starter would turn the game over to the bullpen, and you just felt confident that the bullpen was going to get the game home, right? I mean, to me, every bullpen inning now seems like a survival. I tweeted that exact phrase. It just felt like, okay, Green's in few we survived that inning and then Britain with his you know you never know where he's going to be in the strike zone right he loses the strike zone sometimes and I'm like okay they got through that now we got to get through you know the roller coaster of Chapman and thankfully it never came to that because they took care of business but look it, it was a good win it certainly doesn't lock anything up but I felt good about the way they dropped the hammer in the ninth inning those guys Higashioka like, I'll, let me ask you this question before we even get on to the ninth inning. Would you even bother putting Gary Sanchez in the lineup tonight? Higashioka, quite frankly, before Stanton's home run, he was the best player in the game, right? He scored, he hit the home run, single last night, or in the ninth inning, scores a run there. He definitely saved a run on that cross-up, right? The guy on third base. Sanchez, there's no way he catches that pitch. That would have been a run scored, and he saved it. I mean, he. would you put Sanchez in at this point tonight? Not at all, Sal. I was thinking about that this morning as I was preparing my notes and looking through the stats and going over the game recap. I absolutely go with Higashioka. He's, he's hitting. He hit the home run. Like you said, he saved that run with a great block. How can you not catch him again? I mean, I am not holding my breath because it seems like the Yankees and their management and the, the computers yep. uh, tell them to 
put so and so in the lineup, but I would absolutely start Higashioka again. He's he deserves it. I I agree. I mean Sanchez, look, he had the nice game in Cleveland. You know, I mean nice game. I mean he hit a pop fly home run and hit a sack fly. They're three they're three RBIs and they were important. But well, let's not get carried away on Sanchez. I just think, and, I, and I've never been a Higashioka, right? I, I'm still pissed they didn't re-sign Romain. He should be the backup catcher, but I understand why he left. And Higgy, you know, I wasn't a big fan of his. I, I didn't think he's very good, but he has come on late in the year. He's been, you know, obviously he's become Cole's personal catcher, which is important for Cole, and he's starting to hit the ball. So I, I think he's been a good player for them. I don't know how much longer it lasts, and you never know on Sanchez. He could catch lightning in a bottle and, and, and you know, get a big hit and a home run. But I, I think what's going to happen tonight, though, Charlie, is that Garcia's on the mound, Spanish speaker, obviously, and I think he might maybe he's going to be more comfortable working with Sanchez. That's my guess. And then, of course, you know, Aaron Boone has the obvious out that, look, Higgy is Cole's catcher, but Sanchez is our guy. So that's kind of how I figure it's going to play out tonight. That, that makes all the sense, especially with uh, speaking Spanish, because they both use, I believe they both use interpreters yeah. when they when they do their pre- and post-game interviews. Uh, but now that Eric Kratz isn't the third catcher on the, on the roster, they took, they removed him in favor of Michael King to have more uh, bullpen arms ready. But I, I think Eric Kratz especially uh, catching for Davey in his major league debut, that feel-good game where where he gave him a hug after the game and gave him the encouragement. I mean, I think a guy like Eric Kratz earns his pay just by being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's absolutely. a veteran. He has, the, he has the, the, the experience, and he has he obviously caught Garcia in the, in the minor leagues, but... Yeah, I can see Sanchez catching tonight for sure. All right, so let's go back to last week before we move on here. Um, you know, <laughs> you and I are sitting there, we're watching these games at home, and there's no way, I, I, I know I'm speaking for you here, there's no way we thought they were going to hit Bieber the way they did. I mean, four pitches into the game, it was 2 nothing, right? I mean, that was that was absolutely one of the most shocking things I saw all season for the Yankees. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they 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 ambushed them pretty much. Uh, I think. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I can't add too much to that. You nailed it perfectly. He, it's, I think, it surprised everybody. It was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, it was. Uh, they put up needed runs early and set the tone. The uh, the game as the game went on, they just kept piling on in that first game. Um, it's it just seemed like you know we've talked about can you flip the switch right and I. I really didn't think this team was capable of flipping the switch, mainly because, as we said a couple podcasts now, these guys just hadn't had the at-bats, right? I mean, Stanton and Judge and all the guys who were hurt, you know, and Boone down the stretch of the season, resting them every other day. I just didn't think they'd be able to, you know, quote-unquote flip the switch, but they did. <laughs> so I guess, you know, maybe, maybe we should stop doubting them, especially when it gets to the postseason, or at least I should. But I did not think they'd come out swinging the bats the way they did. And even the next night then, in game two, I mean, that continued, right? I mean, they, they just assaulted. I mean, I thought Carrasco was going to give them a really well-pitched game. That's a veteran guy. They got their backs to the wall. And they managed to get him out, what, inside of four innings, I think it was, right? 
just by taking really good at bats. So, I mean, <laughs> the Cleveland series, what was it, 22? I think they scored 22 runs on like 25 hits or something. I think it was something like that. I mean, that was just yeah. a, it was a massive offensive orgy out there. I, I I couldn't believe it. So so good for them. Give me your thoughts on the Cleveland series wrapping that up. Well, yeah, um, I, I think I remember when we did our podcast last week, we were concerned with whether they would be ready, like you said, and they they did. They poured it on. They uh, they jumped uh, Bieber early. They got on Carrasco early, and the you know. The second game, they gave up eight, nine runs, I believe it was. So I was a little bit of a concern with the pitching there, but they they managed to turn it on when they needed to, and it was a very it was a very good thing to see, especially like you said, with them not getting the consistent at bats during the the last few games of the season, really the last couple weeks of the season. But they did it, so yeah, maybe maybe we should just uh, let them. We'll see what happens. I hope it, I hope it continues. The uh, I thought the funniest part of that game was when they take Carrasco out. I'm looking at the thing now, right? It's it's um, they're down four to one, top of the fourth, and they bring in the wild thing, right? Karinchek. Yes. I, I mean, he comes in now. I'm not. I don't follow the Indians, and I really didn't know much about this guy at all. I didn't know that. You know, he thinks he's wild thing, and he's got the haircut a little bit. And then I, I had no idea. But I, I did read up that, and he's a very good relief pitcher. That was just so funny to me when he comes in, you know, tossing the ball to himself and just looking like a weirdo out there. And then he <laughs> serves it up to Urshela. Man, that was a moment. That was really a moment in that game. What did you What did you think when he came in and that happened? Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, you know, Gio, he's really delivered all season long. And he's, I, you can't say enough good things about Urshela. But, yeah, that I think that definitely sent Yankees Twitter into a euphoric stage. Uh, it, it was fun. It was just really fun. It was something I think we all needed after going through the highs and lows of, of what's been the 2020 season. But, yeah, that was just... That was just so much fun, and really, I think it took the air right out of the Indians at that point. It did, although see. although they bounced back. They did. They did. They did. I mean, I, what, it, what pissed me off in that game was they, they're up, and so it was 6-4 to because they had tacked on uh, Stanton, had a sack fly. So then Chad Green, Tanaka comes out after he you know, goes double walk, and Chad Green comes right in, and like his first pitch, Ramirez hits for a double down the line. Two-run two score tie game then they go ahead on the Sanchez pop fly home run and can you explain to me what the hell Johnny Lasagna was in this game for what was the idea of you bring in Zach Britton in this it was the bottom of the seventh when they brought in because I thought they brought in green too early first of all then he brings in Britton and I'm thinking to myself and I'm sure you were too how are they going to get nine outs out of Britton and Chapman when they they almost never do that and then, so Britain does nothing, right? He back-to-back walks, and Lasagna comes in. Jordan Luplo, whoever the hell that is, hits a two-run double to tie the game. I was ready to scream my – well, I was screaming my head off. I don't know about you. But, I mean, I thought Boone in that game – and it's been well-documented. There was a lot of people that really got on him. I thought he managed a shitty game. I, I, thought, I thought some of the moves he made were just – they made no sense. What was did – you, did you think that he totally got out-managed in that game and made some bad yeah. moves? Oh yeah, yeah. 
You know, it's we, we've come a we've come a long ways, and not such in a great way since the days of, let's say, Billy Martin. We <laughs> both remember him very well. Uh, you, I do. You do. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You know, I I really do. That's that's been the that's been the thing that drives me absolutely bonkers uh, in today's baseball is the I, the overmanaging, mm-hmm. you, you know, and. No, the Yankees don't have the bullpen that they had before. I mean, when you have to rely on guys like uh, Johnny Lasagna and Adam Adovino, I mean. Well, and that was the that was a big moment in that game. Yeah. That told me a lot that he did not have faith in Adovino. I mean, if you're not yeah. going to use Adovino in that game, you're going to bring Britain into the into the seventh inning to that game and not use Adovino. That kind of tells me that why is he even on the roster now? I mean, yeah. if, if you're not going to use them there, when are you going to use them? You know, if you're going to if you're going to just use mop up guys, you've got plenty of mop up guys. Adovino shouldn't even be on the roster right now. No, no, he no. It's it, it's it's really it's it's an and it's an adventure every time the bullpen door opens in games like that when you're way before the eighth inning, the ninth inning. And, you know, and that's one of the things that's kind of worried me a little bit coming into this series because there's been so much time off. They haven't had the regular the work over the last the last half a week, you know, after the Indian series. But, you know, yeah. I That's the one thing I hate about today's game is just, you have a guy like Garrett Cole, like last night, he got – he got you through six innings and 97 pitches, and I thought maybe they should send him back out for the seventh inning. I agree. Save the, bull, save the bullpen a little bit because it's a long series, but it worked out. It did. But still, but, it, it, but, worked, it worked out. You're right. Um, yeah. But I am concerned about it. They've got three guys, Charlie. I don't care what Boone tells us. He, he counts on, or he's going to count on three guys in this series. It's pretty obvious. Unless the game gets out of hand and he throws in Louis Sessa or whoever it's going to be, and I just thought, Cole, you can't save Cole's bullets for a potential game five when you don't even know if they're – hopefully it'll be over in three. Hopefully the Yankees sweep him, right? But I don't – if that was what he was thinking, he's at 97 pitches last night, and you know you've only got really that you count on Green, Britain, and Chapman, and you got to play five days in a row, and you got who? Davey Garcia up next. He's not going to give you six or seven, right? Tanaka's not going to give you – you're going to need these guys every night. And luckily, it worked out that he didn't use Chapman. But I just didn't get why you don't throw Cole out for one more inning. I mean, it, it, he would. He, you can't tell me Green was going to be any better in that in his one inning than Cole was going to be in his seventh inning. You, you just can't. You can't make that argument to me. So, no. I, I don't know what to say there. <laughs> it's crazy. No, and I remember you. You sent out a tweet last night. You know about saving Cole for a game five that may not even happen. So, I mean, what's, what's the point? The guy's got 120 pitches in the tank. Let him use most of those yeah. because, I mean, and if it goes five games and if you, say, have an extra inning game or just one of those games where a lot of runs score and you rely on your bullpen, uh, you don't want to burn these guys out. You know, I mean, these guys are going to want to pitch and say they can pitch every game, but how effectively, Yeah. you, you know? Let them throw 115. And, I mean, Cole, he, he wasn't great last night. I mean, I think he'd probably no. be, the, be the first one to admit it wasn't his best outing. I mean, 
three runs, six innings. Um, I think he had eight strikeouts, and he, and he actually dialed it up, man, in that, I think it was the fifth inning when they loaded the bases. He dialed it up there. That was impressive that he got that strikeout on that 99-mile-an-hour high heater. On, I forget who the, who the batter was. So that was a big moment. But, yeah, I just thought that they should have given him one more inning. You save Green's bullets for tonight because you're going to need him. But, hey, they got through it. They, they tacked on at the end. They saved Chapman. Um, you know, so that's one less game that he's going to pitch. So, all in all, look, it was a great night. Um, I was very impressed, Charlie, because I was, <laughs> I mean, I was so pissed when Choi hit that home run. I just cannot believe that that Pillsbury Doughboy has the kind of control and domination that he has on Garrett Cole. It's almost unbelievable that, that, that he can do that to that guy. So they go up 3-2 to two on, you know, what was that? That was a 1-1 pitch, I think, too. Yeah, it was a 1-1 pitch. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why? What are you giving this guy anything to hit? And then they ended up walking him later in the game, which was a smart move. I was so pissed when Joy hit that homer. But my point was going to be, I was very impressed with how they bounced back. I mean, the very next inning, Higashioka leads off with the homer. Then Judge hits the homer. They're back in the lead. And they ended up holding on. So it was a nice response by the Yankees. That, that's what I think maybe impressed me more than anything last night was the response they had to that Choi home run. Yeah, because I remember Choi, Choi hit a home run. I think it was a Yankee Stadium. Uh, well, I mean, the, the Rays took it to the Yankees all season long. I think they won, what, 8 out of 10 games? Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it seemed like Choi and Rosarina is the other one. Choi, you think with the way he plays against the Yankees, you think the guy would be a 300 hitter and have, you know, like – probably 10 home runs or 12 home runs on the year, but I'm looking at his stats. He hit 230 this year. He stinks. He hit three home runs all season long. And I bet you they were all against the Yankees. I think he has four home runs now total, and yes. three of them, three of them have been against the Yankees. And I think they've all been off, well, at least two of them have been off, have been off call. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, his slash line for 2020, choice slash line, 230 average, 331 on base percentage and a 410 slugging percentage. That's pedestrian. Yeah, I know. It, it, until he plays the Yankees. He's like the uh, the Blue Jays catcher, Danny Jansen. Th- that yeah. guy's a 150 hitter, and I think he's batting like 450 against the Yankees. It's just bizarre. how you know. That, that's why baseball is great, though, right? This is why baseball is the greatest game, and it's not even close, is that you get things like that that happen, although I hope it stops happening with Choi because he's starting to piss me off. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it, it, it goes, the, the old saying, a lot of players, a lot of teams gear up to play the Yankees, and this is certainly another another example of that. But Choi, if you recall, he spent a little bit of time in the Yankees organization. He did, yeah, briefly. I think it was 2017, I want to say it was. He spent the whole year at Scranton, and he got called up a couple times, uh, I think, for injuries for one of the... 50 times Greg Bird got hurt. <laughs> um, but, you know, they they got the Yankees moved on from him, and I think he's really kind of s- sticking it up our yeah. wazoo. I think he's on the revenge tour against the Yankees. I mean, ten, I, think it, I think it's now it's like either 10, I think it's 11 for 19 against Garrett Cole. That's just, you, you can't even explain that. There's no way anybody 
can explain that. What about, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe, well, I guess I could believe it because it's a five-game series, five games in a row. But, man, Kevin Cash, he let that John Curtis eat that game last night, right? Oh, he left him out there to hang out and dry. And I guess I understand it. He's probably figuring, okay, you blew this game. You're going to eat this, and I'm not going to use you. I'm going to burn you out now, and you're, you're, off the, uh, you're off the list now. But I, what I didn't like, Charlie, and this, this is another reason why I can't stand this Rays team, you can't tell me that after Stanton hit that home run, when he came up and into Urshela, you can't tell me that wasn't a purpose pitch. That's total bullshit if anybody's going to argue that, oh, it got away from him. There's no way. That's one of the reasons why I can't stand this Rays team. No, that, that was it was very obvious. And, you know, it's really kind of a gutless move. I mean, if you're going to get your ass kicked, you wear it, and you just you just soldier on. But that's that's typical of the Rays yep. uh, and, their, and their leadership you want to call it that i mean how many times has this happened now happened last night with john curtis yeah, actually it happened twice he, he went up up on torres twice. too yes he did the, yes, right he in the middle twice. of that at bat he got up on torres uh, yeah yeah um you know and it's going to be interesting to see how the yankees respond to this i i don't think they're going to do anything stupid but you know all bets are off if it's say a game let's say it's let's say the Yankees are on the brink of moving on and winning this series hypothetically if it's another out of hand game like the way last night last night's game ended up you know I guess we'll just have to stay tuned well I hope but, they I honestly I hope they rise above it because if they if they retaliate retaliate and then I don't know you know you could be looking at suspensions if they do happen to move on I don't want that to happen but yeah the Ray, the Rays have entered the territory of the Red Sox and they now occupy the top perch to me. I mean, I, I, my, my, you, you know Jim Mandelero. He's a, you know, my former colleague, or you guys at least tweeted each other. And he yes. says, yeah, what about your guy, Chapman? Well, <laughs> they didn't start it. The Rays started all that. Chapman, I didn't condone it, obviously. He's a knucklehead. He's always been a knucklehead. So I didn't yeah. condone what he did to Brousseau there, but they started it. <laughs> so you, you can at least hand clap him for responding. That's, you know, and Jim's like, well, Jim hates he hates uh, Chapman, and I don't blame him. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of Chapman's either. But they, we didn't start that one; they started that one. No, they, they they definitely started it, and I'm in the same camp. I think Chapman's a knucklehead, and it's pretty scary when you see 101 coming in a guy's head. But uh, you know, the Yankees have to at some point. You have to say enough's enough. Like when CC Sabathia uh, threw the pitch behind, uh, I forget who it was. I want to say I was. I want to say I was one of the Rays catchers at the time. That game in Tampa. Yeah, the, yeah. That's for you, bitch. Yeah, the bonus game. <laughs> yes. When he didn't um, get his bonus, well, I ended up getting it. But yeah, I know the, the Rays. The Rays have definitely become the Yankees' chief rival. I mean, the Red Sox are down right now, so man, that's always going to be there. But man, this Rays team, and you know, and you know, I hate the Rays. I, I do respect what they've done. I mean, you have to respect what they've done. I mean, I even I'll admit that with no payroll to keep finding this this litany of guys that they have and they're just good solid baseball players so i i do respect that but man the way they go about it is just so annoying and i personally charlie i just can't stomach tampa bay right playing in that stupid dome with no payroll beating the yankees it's just it's galling to me it all season long it was galling so it'll be double galling if they end up winning this series 
All right, let's look ahead now. So Garcia's tonight, and I think Tanaka's lined up for tomorrow, I think, right? He's going to be the third, I'm assuming. I believe so. And then Hap is probably going to be the fourth. And then if, if there's a fifth game, because there will be a fourth game. They're not going to sweep the Rays, I don't think. Um, no, I, I can't see it. And then the fifth game, I think you're going to probably throw Cole out for as long as he can. Um, but tonight's going to be interesting. I mean, Davey Garcia, did you well, – let me ask you this. Do you like the move of going to the rookie in, instead of Tanaka in this game, or do you think it's a pretty big gamble? What's your thought on it? I think it's a gamble, personally, Sal. I would have gone with Tanaka just to keep, just to keep the keep a contrast, if you will, with the with the power pitching call last night. I like the idea better of going with a guy like Tanaka tonight, who can throw hard. But he's more of a sinker slider guy, more of a you know keep you off keep you off speed. You know they're definitely not the same pitchers. So I thought going from Cole to Tanaka would have been a nice contrast. But uh, I don't know. I I, I I didn't really like it. I would have gone with Tanaka in Game Two and Hap in Game Three. But then again, I can see the point of wanting your veteran pitchers for a game three or four as yeah. well. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. That's kind of what I think he was thinking is that, and especially I think he got a bonus, right, by winning last night. Now there's not quite the same pressure on Garcia, but I think you make a good point. I think he realizes this is going to go to, you know, at, at least a game four and probably a game five. I think he wants to back up his veteran guys in those bigger spots. So I guess I can see that. And then the other thing, Charlie, that I don't totally – hate this move because outside of the one start in Boston when he got lit up, Garcia actually has been pretty good. And I kind of like his moxie out there. I like his stuff. And, you know, I'm not sure that the Rays have seen him, right? I don't think he pitched. I can't remember, but I I don't think they've seen him. So maybe that's a good thing. They've seen Tanaka a million times. You know, maybe you throw Garcia. We know how the Yankees are when they see guys for the first time. They usually struggle, right? It, It was a thing last year. I remember specifically, every time a new guy would come in, they had no clue. <laughs> you know, they need to see somebody. So maybe Garcia works in that fashion and throws the Rays off. I don't know, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got tonight. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe he has faced the the Rays. He's certainly seen the Blue Jays enough, and he's seen the Red Sox enough. But this will be a new look for Tampa. So. I, I, I do like it. You know, the more I think about it now, I think it is definitely better to pitch Garcia now. And then, you know, like we mentioned, hold off the veterans for games three and four because there will be a game four. There's no question in my mind either. Uh, and yes, you know, I, I believe Garcia ended up with a 4.98 ERA, but that was very deceiving. It was. Yeah, it, was it was the one deceiving. game. It was the Boston game that killed him. It was the Boston game that killed him, and then Adovino let in a couple of his runs in another game after he'd already left. So yeah, yeah, I, it's it's it, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. I hope the Yankees can somehow win again and get get the Rays behind the eight ball. Yeah, because they are tough. They are they are going to be coming back strong tonight, just like I knew Cleveland would. You knew after they blew out Cleveland, you knew that game was going to be a war, and it was. So, hey, good for the Yankees. The 3-0 in the postseason. They've been impressive. i got nothing really too much to complain about, um, which is unusual for me, as you know. So <laughs> let's move on. Move on tonight and hope, hope for the best. All right, Charlie, we'll wrap it up. And, um, 
again, you know, you and I will both be on Twitter tonight and tomorrow. So I'll talk to you there. Uh, and who knows, maybe we'll do an extra podcast at the end of the week if they win this series. Are you up for that? I'm absolutely up for that. Let's bring it on. Yeah, I thought about doing it last week when they when they took out the Indians. Then I got busy with the Bills and, and couldn't do it. But maybe we'll do If this thing ends, well, it's going to end before the weekend, obviously. Maybe we'll come back and do a wrap-up podcast, all right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, Charlie. Have a good day. And, everyone, I'll be back. Uh, I'm off today, as you all know, on Tuesday because the Bills are off. So read my stuff in the Democrat and Chronicle starting tomorrow. And I'll be back next week, or I mean at the end of the week, most likely with Charlie, hopefully in a victorious Yankees podcast. Have a great day.